Welcome to Victorious Living. Chapter 2, verse 15. Take us, the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vine. Now look that word take because, you know, it's a little misleading when, you, when it says take. But, but listen to what it says. Take authority over the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vine. Take your authority. Why, but those little foxes will keep the blessing of God out of your life. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares little foxes that keep us from experiencing God's best. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares little foxes that keep us from experiencing God's best. Control our thinking. So the little foxes get in there very subtle very subtle. Sometimes we don't even know. And then sometimes we stop in all of our busyness. We stop and think about, you know, that was, uh, that was the enemy. And so we, 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 uh, we get in this uh, habit or, or, or mode or whatever you want to call it of what we do or of how much time we spend with God. So here comes the, the little fox. I don't have time. That's a little fox. I don't have time. And there comes a time that we don't need to be listening to someone preach. We need to be thinking about what God or thinking about what we've learned or thinking about the sermons uh, that have instructed us. We just need to think on those things because involved in that are the little foxes that spoiled the vine. And so we see then, let me say it again, that the key phrase and most in all of the reading that we did, teaching them to observe or to look upon and with regard or, or upon and regard with attention all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Now you, t you stop and think about it and uh, I don't know about you. You have to answer that for yourself. But a lot of times we, we sit under the teaching of the word of God. We, we leave and six hours later, we don't even remember what, what was taught. Why, what's happened? A little fox very subtly has taken that away. And so... You know, uh, it teaches us like right here in Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 through 22. Proverbs chapter 4, 20 through 22. My son, my daughter, sons and daughters, my son, attend to my words. Well, you know, I hear people, I have heard people say, God never speaks to me and got 14 Bibles in their house. No, not 14, got three or four, maybe so, you know, that is a subtle little fox that steals your thinking. Because here he says, my son, attend to my words. Pay attention to my words. Do what my words tell you to do. That's God 
speaking to us from the Bible. But no, I want to go to a prophet and let a prophet speak to me. That's also a little, a subtle way sometimes. It's not to say that prophets don't have a word. I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying, the greatest prophet that ever walked on the face of this earth, we got a book. The greatest prophet, the greatest teacher that ever walked the shores of Galilee was this man called Jesus. So instead of running over there to hear a man who proclaims to be a prophet and may well be one, I don't know, I'm not the judge on that, open our Bible, the prophet is speaking to me. The prophet is instructing me right here in his word. Again, don't misinterpret anything I've said or misread anything that, uh, that I, there are apostles, there are prophets, there are evangelists, there are teachers and so forth in the body of Christ. Sure there is. But the greatest of all prophets talks to us from his book. And that's why here we get this word, my son attend to my words. And I have heard from God when I read his word. I have heard from God. Now he's telling me to attend to what the greatest prophet has said to me. And so again, let me make sure you don't mis misunderstand what I said. There are prophets and there are some that say they're prophets and not, and they're not. That's what the Bible teaches us. So we have to be able to discern and to know by the Holy Spirit who is and who's not. And so we understand that as well. So in Proverbs 4, verses 20 through 22, my son, my daughter, attend to my words. If you attend to it, there's something about that word that says you're doing something. There's something you are doing when you attend to it. And I think sometimes in talking to people and having an opportunity to talk to people, I think sometimes what they do, they sit down, they're waiting for the rapture. Sitting, they're waiting for the rapture. They're not praying. They're not reading what God says in his word. They're not praising God. They're not thanking God. They have sat down and waiting for known in his ministry who got offended at, at, at something he said from the scripture. They got offended, left, left the, the church when, when he pastored, left the church and stayed in that position the rest of their life. Listen, folks, unforgiveness is a heavy burden to carry. Unforgiveness weighs on our mind and, and, and it, is, it is a subtle attack of the enemy against our life. God says, attend to my words. Hear what my word says. For those words, they are what? They are life to those who find them. And they're what? They're what? They are health. You know that word health, health is the word for medicine. For they are, for his word, it is what? To those who find them and medicine. How many of you know Jesus was a good doctor? 
He was a great physician. What made him the greatest, he can look right into your heart, right into our heart, and he could tell us what was wrong, and then he could tell us how to fix it. Amen. Amen. And so you got just one more minute. And here in Acts 24, 16, and herein do I exercise myself to all, have always a conscience void of offense toward God and toward men, toward people. Don't do that. We're not to do that. These little foxes creates a mindset in our thinking. Paul tells us that he exercised or disciplined himself not to have a troubled conscience toward God. Paul speaks of having a mental conscience of what is right or not right concerning his relationship and his walk with God. The Song of Solomon, it has a lot of meaning in that if you've ever read it. But anyway, I'm going to take a verse out. Uh, uh, chapter 2, verse 15. Take us, the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vine. Now I look that word take because, you know, it's a little misleading when, you, when it says take. But, but listen to what it says. Take Take authority over the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vine. Take your authority. Why, but those little foxes will keep the blessing of God out of your life. I don't care if you are an apostle, <laughs> prophet, pastor, or teacher. Those little foxes can take God's best away from you and from us. And so he said, my son, attend to my words. He said, now listen to me, those of you watching. Take, what, what does it say? Forsake not, it's in Hebrews, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. When you stay home, watch it from the couch, a little fox has got into your thinking. Amen. Well, as you know, I just don't want to get up on Sunday morning and have to get ready. Look at my hair. Lord, it's a mess. You know, and you're yawning, you know. And oh, Lord, now I'm getting close to home here. You look in the mirror, you see yourself, and you say, Lord, in mercy. And so what do you do? A little fox comes in and get you to, just to lay there. Well, I'll watch a little bit of this on the internet. I'll watch a little bit of this on Facebook. And you know what? You wind up pulling Facebook up on your phone to see what other people are doing that are none of your business. Lord, am I, we're not shouting this morning, are we? But the shouting time will come. Shouting time will come, yeah. You know, we're looking on Facebook. We're watching you on Facebook. I say, what did I speak on? I've got them in a corner now. I've got them in a corner. And then, you know, I don't know. But anyway, you know, they, uh, they, they keep the pajamas on. How do you say that? Pajamas? Pajamas? Pajamas. They keep their pajamas on. And I've got some pajamas. 
Got little hearts all over them. Huh? <laughs> you hear what she said? TMI. There ain't nothing like having your wife to critique your sermon. And she not only critiques it here, but she critiques it in the car going home. Now, my wife doesn't do that. Not very often. These little, these little foxes, these little foxes that, that creep into our life. I don't have time for this. Uh, I got to go do this. Uh, well, I'm too tired to do this. Well, I, I, there you know. I, on and on, these little foxes, they steal, they steal away. They steal from us God's very best for our lives. I'm not talking that you have to read the Bible 24 hours a day. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you have to pray 24 hours a day. I'm not saying that. But somewhere in our life, we got to get these little foxes out. And we do it by taking time to do what God has instructed us to do. Amen. 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 So we leave off the little thing. It's our hope that today's message, Little Foxes That Keep Us From Experiencing God's Best, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request Offer 12. Today's special offer number is 12. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.